But I'll put that in. People are like, who the hell is talking right here? What the hell's going on? Oh, oh, it is them. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's us. We back. We won. <laughs> Let's get into it. I took the time before to write down my little notes and whatnot, so I'm good to go. I had to find out dude's name. And um, yep. I'm 28. All right, well, shit. I guess that's enough pregame fodder in um, three, two, one. Today's episode of the Queen of Central Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you for trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the quintessential Browns podcast. Like some wild pit bull dog. Uh, all right, QB peers, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. I am your host, Yusuf Ali, and that's our other host. <laughs> as, as you can tell easily by the tone of my voice and excitement, we won week 10 against the Baltimore Ravens, and it was fucking awesome. One of the best games. One of the most emotional games, all that. Anything you got to say to the people before we get started? Uh, way, way to fight. Way to fight. I've never seen it before. And it made me so proud that we continue to fight. And, um, yeah, w- what a great game. What a great, great game. Second signature win of the year. Maybe it, arguably more important than the San Francisco game because it was in the division. Uh, everything. I mean, I, I feel like they have a complete defense. Their D line is extremely good. You know, getting to the quarterback. Their linebackers are fast. Um, great overall players, and then their DBs are also good as well. Um, some good physical safeties. Um, they, they do a lot of things with their defense that makes it a challenge. So we just have to be able to uh, hone in, hone in on our game plan, and I, I think we'll be fine. One hundred percent. He went out there. You know, he showed that um, he, he could throw the ball deep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like how you said, um, you know, I'm sure people were excited to see that. Uh, they just want to uh, see him go out there and, and, and play like himself. So that's what he did. Uh, just resilience. You know. Yeah, just just the resilience. You know, no matter what, what situation is presented. Resilient. Um, you know, anytime you lose your quarterback, you lose Nick, you lose Jack. Jed now. Um, guys have to step up and, and coach, you know, our, our part of our mantra as a team is being resilient. So try and be resilient for it. But um, I think the group has done a good job. You know, Games at a time and uh, focus on getting a win. 
and uh, that's really where my focus is. It's a tough division. I mean, you obviously see it with the uh, the records that we all have just being close uh, compared to other divisions, and um, just the talent and uh, the level of play that guys are playing at in this division has been tough. So it's going to be a battle the entire season, and uh, see where we are coming towards the end of the year, and uh, trying to make the playoffs. Every week, Tony, you know that. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know. I try to fly around, make plays, man, and I know our guys will be fired up just based off of where we could be and um, stuff that we put on tape so far. That's not us, man. Like we gotta keep improving every week. It's gonna be um, we, we riding off a good win last week, and we uh, we gonna keep that keep that same energy. We can't take any weeks off, you know. We can't take any plays off. So as you can see, three or four plays it could be a difference in the game. We have a girl who can practice and go in this game with a. I'll leave, that, um, I'll leave that for the Ravens to figure out. There's no sense in me talking about what we did well, what we did poorly, and what we're changing. I don't pay attention to much around the league other than the opponents that we're playing. So uh, we got our hands full every week, and um, that's, what our, that's what our focus is on is, is trying to figure that stuff out as opposed to trying to figure out our defense trend. versus their defense or, or one player versus another player. It's going to be the Ravens versus the Browns, and um, you know we all do. We all have our part to play in that. Um, you know, in big games like this, you need your big players to come up big. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror, do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Watson can't find anyone. Now he throws. That's complete. First down to Elijah Moore. Jumbo block right just circled. Fed to full, babe. Ravens must get to the 20. Back at the 37-yard line. Holds the off. Anthony Walker. Trying to get out there. And Walker... Blocked out of bounds by Stout. Nice field goal block. Sets him up with great field position. Five-yard line, and you can hear the chance of Coop from the Browns fan. Low replay, but... Mike Ford comes up with the interception, so the Browns get the ball back with 43 seconds and all three of their timeouts. That is his strength. 14th play into I want you to watch the end of this run. This was vicious by Kareem Hunt. He runs over Patrick Queen and Pierce. That is their best, one of their best linebackers. Watch formation to the right side. Deshaun Watson with the two-point conversion. Watch formation to the right, second and goal. Watson stopping on a dime. Looked like he was going to take off. Just watch his eyes. You see he's still looking downfield, and he knows, oh, I can take off. Nope, I can take off. Nope, nope. Nice job, Deshaun Watson, finding Elijah Moore for the touchdown. And you see the frustration on the Ravens' defense. Rounds with touchdowns on their last two possessions. The Franklin picked off and taken back by Newsom. Newsom stayed in bounds. Touchdown. Number 54, Oboe. Okorunku is the one that's going to get his big paws up and bat this ball. Nice job 
of him getting up there. He couldn't get to Lamar, so he jumps up. Crosses midfield. Deshaun Watson all the way to the Ravens 40 before he was knocked out about Hopkins from 40 for the win. It is good. Getting a win is, is always sweet, and you always want to come out on top for you know, the one that's ahead of you. And this one's uh, even sweeter just because, you know, it was, it was two great defenses, and we were looking forward to, uh, you know, just playing harder for longer. You know, that, was a, that was the motto for the week. We don't expect him to make everyone, but, you know, he, he came up big when we needed him, and that's, that's you know, all that matters. Especially the second half, the momentum that we, you know, capitalized on, the energy that we had in the second half, and um, take it to tomorrow. Um, when we watch the tape, correct those uh, mistakes that we had, um, you know, very self-inflicted mistakes, and then um, put that to bed and get ready for Pittsburgh next week. And, um, you know, it's good to be back home uh, where we play really, really well, and uh, we got to continue to just channel all the energy, channel all this, um, you know, how power that we have right now to you know keep pushing forward and try to get um i mean yeah it was a big win on the road against a very very great team um you know one of the top teams in the league one of the best defenses in the league on their in their place um you know and i think it was overall a, a great opportunity not just for me but the whole offense but this team too you know slow start in the first half uh self to flip the mistakes you know give the ravens credit they they capitalized on it but the second half we didn't it's about us it's not one individual. It's not the quarterback. It's not the safety. It's about us. It's a team game. And uh, we all came together in that second half. And when we came in this locker room, uh, the guys came in and said, let's flush it. It's a new 30-minute. And, you know, we got to leave everything out there on the field. Hey, which team was going to play harder, longer? Yeah, I know the men in this room. I know what you're about. I know we're about that fight. Yep. Right? We got down, we put ourselves in a hole. This team's gonna fight. That's what we do. That's what we do. I'm so proud of everybody in this room. You know why? Because what do we do when it got hard? It got a little bit tighter. Hey, grab a hand, grab an arm, grab a piece. We need it. We need everybody in here, fellas. Okay, now that's a big one. You know why? Because it was the one that they had today. Guess what? Next one's the biggest game of your life. That's how it works. That's how it works in this league, okay? So I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of the fight in this team. And I know this. Something's in our way next week. Something's in our next week. I don't know who we're playing. They'll tell me tomorrow, okay? But I appreciate how you guys fight. Now, we're coming in tomorrow, okay? Because we can learn from this. Hey! Most important thing there is. Team on three. One, two, three. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. All right. Um. Wow. Another divisional game, a big one. Last week was was like I said, it was one of those games where you watch and it's just like it didn't feel right. It was almost too easy, too stress free, too drama free. So. We got what we will what I asked for, actually. I don't know if everybody asked for it, but we got our typical emotional roller coaster, crazy heart murmur, heart attack, heart palpitation, <laughs> sweating, edge of the seat, white knuckle game. Oh man, it was great. It started out bad. I'm talking about we was down 
14 zip and I think only like two minutes have came off the clock and it was like this is gonna be a long day if this gonna happen that motherfucker 34 was looking like I didn't know who the fuck he was he came out of nowhere just running touchdowns right hit that left corner and just was gone it was like oh man it looked like they about to have their way with us again last time we could blame DTR this time we had a healthy Deshaun Watson so it would have been like oh man this is this is going to be really bad. But then all of a sudden you started to see us figuring out a little bit. And even though we was only getting field goals, we still was kind of doing what we wanted to do and not really fucking up. We kind of slowed down their momentum. 34 kind of disappeared. We didn't hear from him much. I think he got another 40-yard touch, and that was it after that. Um, and then the second half started. And it was just like our game. It just Deshaun Watson. I saw a stat. I didn't know he was 14 for 14, but I just realized, I just noticed that he was just on my notes. I didn't have any bad notes to throw. I think he had through actually one pass that was like the uh, I think he, it was an overthrow touchdown to Tillman. Other than that, he like he was damn near like perfect, shall I say. I mean. 14 for 14, say perfect. And then the running game, uh, Ford did what he had to do. Kareem Hunt did what he had to do. I hate to say, but we kind of don't miss Nick Chubb. I miss him because he's my guy. I love him, my favorite player, but. We miss Nick Chubb. We miss, we, we definitely we miss him. Because of what he does individually, the intention he brings. But as far as making up for the running yards is what I mean. Yeah. We still pretty much running for first when we need it. We. Ford had a couple good runs. Um, we almost played a real flawless flag-free football. 66 had three on his own. 77 had one. We had some big flags. Oh, man, it was some big flags. And then, like I say, the game turned into a nail-biter. But then, like, one one possession, it was flat. We, had, we stopped them on a third or fourth and short, and then got a flag. And then they got a first on goal, and then we end up stopping them. In. Oh, man, this was a hell of a game. Um, it turned out we we it, we had two big plays that turned out to be super-duper big. Number one was a blocked field goal from Justin Tucker, which is the only way that fucker going to miss. And number two was a, a fucking tip interception that turned the game pick six. And if those two plays don't happen specifically, very specifically those two plays, not just one of them, both of those plays don't happen, then we don't win this game and we lose and it's like a moral victory because we played good against the Ravens. But no, mm -hmm. the moral victory and a physical <laughs> victory and a, a literal victory and all type of victories. It was great. Yeah, it, it was it was weird being on the opposite side for once, it seemed like, because we're the ones get that get our own kicks blocked and uh you know call there was some kind of bullshit flags that were against us, but um like you said, Deshaun played lights out in that second half, and he's also playing with you know, down two starting offensive lineman which you know yeah, there's something was, to be said I about that be a bigger factor than it was but i did too i did too and they they definitely were getting pressure for sure on especially on that that right and left side uh for sure it, the, the pocket was definitely 
collapsing um, pretty quickly or quicker than I guess it, it would. That being said, you know, I do think that he, yeah, obviously he, he crushed it in the second half. That's probably the best half of Deshaun Watson football that we've seen uh, outside of the, outside of the, 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 was it the Titans game that he played well. Yeah. Um, that was really good. Uh, and this all, you know, this was all, we essentially kind of gave them 14 points, that pick six, and then that muffed punt return, uh, which I couldn't believe happened. Um, but that was the one thing, <clears throat> DPJ, even though he didn't really do anything with the ball, he never, he caught that bitch. He was never, you never saw him fumble or, or muff a punt. Um, but I was so pissed when that happened. I could not believe that was actually what we were experiencing. So that that part sucked. But, uh, yeah, the defense came alive. And with the exception, like you said, uh, we kind of locked up Keaton Mitchell running back. He had that really long run, 39 yards and a touchdown. But after that, he didn't do anything. He he ended the day with 34 yards. So his next two carries were tackles for loss. So, you know, that we did pretty well shutting the run down, all, with the exception of that that first quarter. I don't know what it is about us having a, a slow start on defense, but they Baltimore scored 17 in the first and then yep. 14 points total after that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, there was a stat, Yusuf, I'm not sure if you saw it, but there's a really interesting stat that said the Browns against AFC North opponents went down at least 14 or more are 0-58-1. And, and today was the first time that we've ever came back successfully and won the game. So and that I don't was, know. I don't know what it was about today, but I never, I legit never lost hope. In fact, I felt like a psychic. If people was seeing my tweet, <laughs> I kept saying like, "We need to take the ball right here," and then we would take it. I would say, "Man, it would be good for hometown to get a touchdown," and then he did. Then I called another. I even called a deflection. I said, let's get back to breaking up these passes. Sure mm-hmm. enough, the very next play, Grant Delpit broke up. A, I said, man, this is great. And then, and then we just, I just never lost hope. I never lost hope. It was great. You're right. That that drop fumbled. Though. When they, when they showed the camera on uh, on this, what's his name? Ro, Roche? Po, po, Roche Poche? Whatever. Proch? Proch? James Proche? And when mm-hmm. first when the first dude first announcer was like, "Oh, the former Raven coughed it up," and I'm like, "This motherfucker got paid off." But then when yeah. they showed his face, the look of disgust and 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 hurt in his face for dropping that ball, I say, "Okay, there's no way he got he should he point shaving now with the face he making right." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yep. and he was genuinely hurt. And then the next play, they, he let it run out of bounds. I was like, damn right, he going to let the ball roll out of bounds. He let mm-hmm. it roll to the concession stand. He not touching it. Yep. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we pulled it together. That was fucking great. One of the most yeah. emotional games. I knew Dustin was going to make that field goal to make up for the, the very rare missed motherfucking extra point. Mm-hmm. And think about it. That's why I say if we don't if we don't get that block punt or that block field goal, we lose by one point instead of winning by two. Yeah, man, that was clutch. <laughs> Metaphor of the week: How to feel watching this game? Oh, this game was one of those, like I say, very, very edge of the seat 
especially in the second half, you know, we was getting, we was only down by like seven and we we had it, we got a chance and we keep fucking up and then we've somehow made it out of it. So that game, that game was like, especially from the beginning, we got smacked early. We got, oh man, it was looking bad. That game was like moving. I thought about this. That game was like moving to a bad neighborhood, right? I'm talking about a real bad. The first night mm. somebody gets shot in the oh, face like, right next Damn. door. And you're like, fuck, mm. this is where I live now? This is going <laughs> to be really bad. Like, this is going to be bad. And then the second night, second night, so they don't get shot. They just get pistol whipped. And you're like, okay, well, mm. damn. Mm. Well, at least they ain't get shot. But right. then on the third <laughs> night, you actually meet the guy who did the shooting and the pistol whipping. So you're like, mm. This might not be that bad. That's halftime. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> by the time you get a click and now we completing passes, we scoring touchdowns. Now not only are you hanging out with the guy who pistol whip and shoot, he is pistol whipping and shooting people for you and robbing <laughs> their pockets and giving you the money. So by the end of the week, not only this is a great neighborhood, you are like, for some reason, he take a liking to you, and you are now like the mini king of the neighborhood, and everybody loves you, and you're going to be the best neighborhood, the best house you ever lived in, and what a feeling. That's how wow. watching this game was. Man, look at that. <laughs> yeah, thought about it. No sex. Right. Yeah, no sex. We're keeping it somewhat clean. Uh... This game, I didn't have a lot of confidence because I knew being down that much to a team like them, it was going to be very difficult to come back unless we were super poised and focused. So I would say this game was a lot – everything kind of fell into play. Everything happened that I didn't expect to happen, I guess. So for me, anyway. So I say this game was like – this game was like – having a big final exam in school that you did not get a chance to study for. You completely forgot the date of the oh, exam. You're oh, freaking man. out. That's scary. It, yeah. Oh, it was very scary. And you don't, you don't, there's like, there's no way that you're going to do well. You're probably going to have to go to summer school. You're freaking out about all the, all the bad things. You're probably going to get grounded. Your parents going to whoop you. Who knows? Who knows what's going to, how this is going to end. But then there, there ends up being a bomb scare. Everything you ever dreamed of. A bomb scare on the finals, the final exam day. A bomb scare. And they have to cancel the final. And you're like, wow, this never happens. This never, I dream about this stuff. This has never happened in my life on this day. Uh, And it's just, you're just so happy. And then you get a chance to to study for the final. And it's the best. And it's the best you've performed so far all year. Yeah, and that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. That was perfect. That was like, so this week, QB Pierce, the game was like settling into a shitty neighborhood and turning to making it a great neighborhood. And also passing a test you didn't prepare for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Passing the test. After you got an extra chance to prepare for it. There you go. Halftime adjustments. There we go. There we go. There it is. (laughs) All right. With that said, since it was a win, let's give out some game balls. This should be fun this week. 
I already got my mind on it. Um, I'm gonna split the game ball to two defensive players. I'm gonna let you. So I think you're gonna go where I would have went on offense. So on defense, I'm gonna split it with Miles Garrett for the back-to-back sacks and just the overall just Miles Garrettness. And the guy who I had to figure out his name, number twenty-eight, mm-hmm. the other four, Mike Ford, who. Single-handedly turned the tie of the game. First, he knocked the sh- Lamar Jackson on his ass legally. What a mm-hmm. hit. Yep, yep. And then turned around the very next play and took that bitch from him. That was great. I never heard of this guy until then, but now I love Mike Ford. Mm-hmm. So that's easily where my game ball is going to. They can split it. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is tough. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of people I can give it to. Hmm. Hmm. I'll I, yeah, it could go miles, I guess. No, nah, you know. No, nah, let me let me give it I'll, I'll give it I'll give it to Greg Newsome. It was his first pick in his career, which happened to be a pick six, and he played pretty well uh throughout the day. So I'll give it to Greg Newsome. We don't we don't get to say his name very often, so I'll give it to Greg. Pick six, which put us right back in the game. <clears throat> that was – I could not believe when that – I was going crazy. I could not believe that was happening. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, amazing. so that was – yeah, I'll give it to Greg. A little bit different. Right after we scored a touchdown, too, to get – to cut. We had – that fast, we went from 24-17 to – or 24-30. Or whatever. No, man, that was great. Mm-hmm. Or 24-3 to 24-30. Or 24-9. I'm fucking up. You know what I meant. We scored real quick. <laughs> yeah, it was 24-9. And then we got the pick six, I think, right? Let me see. We was... Right? We had just scored to make it... Uh, yeah, we had just scored to make it 24-31. And then, so yeah, so we went from in two plays, basically, in five minutes or less, we went from 31 to 17 to 31-30 because of the mixed, the missed PAT. And I remember them saying, now the defense mm. got to make up for <clears> that. That was, for that that was it. So the, the, the pick six we had was to go, well, well, we were supposed to tie up with extra point. Yeah. That's, it was 24-31, yeah. and then we got the pick six. Yeah. And that was after the back-to-back Garrett tackles, not too long after mm-hmm. the back-to-back mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is a great game. So, excellent job, fellas. All right, this next segment will also be easy. Is, is Kevin Stefanski still in charge of the play calling? And mm-hmm. other than not going for that 60-yard field goal, at the end of the half, that's the only questionable play call I can think of that stands out or that I wrote down in my notes. I didn't write down. He didn't do anything. Stu- he didn't try anything too risky. They didn't throw the ball when they should have ran. It didn't run when they should have threw. So, yeah, other than going for that Hail Mary instead of the maybe an easy three, I give him a, a A minus. So yeah, yeah, I think I think he 
I think he definitely adjusted because the first half, it seemed like we had more, I don't know, maybe more deep routes or something as opposed to maybe more underneath stuff. And I feel like it feels like in the second half, we were torching them with those Njoku like screens and flat routes, Mm -hmm. man. Njoku did. So we were getting such good plays out of that. So they definitely saw something and we're like, we got to take advantage of this. I'm not, obviously we don't have the, the, the view as viewers to see kind of what, how the whole play is playing out. But the Browns, the fans, he definitely knew there was something there to attack. And, and that, those plays work really well. So I, I'll, I'll give, I'll give him a B plus for this game only because I, I thought the, the first half wasn't, wasn't great, but yeah. Second half, we, we made adjustments and uh, it was just, yeah, overall, just great to see, great to see the team fight. They even found a way to get 84 a catch. I don't even I, I forgot his name. Like, who is this guy? Is that Atkins? Is that Atkins? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, he even he even got a catch today. So like mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Good job, Stefanski. We every every week he do a little bit better. Every week he do something a little bit better. The, the, the thing, I think the biggest challenge for Stefanski is having and I think he I think a big part of it is, is him like learning on the job. And I think he he's definitely had the struggle of having to balance being that head coach and game manager and then also calling the plays, which I do think takes time to be able to do both of those. And I think yeah. that's the challenge for him is he's like, you know, you got to understand, you know, your timeout situation and, uh, you know, what, you know, all that other stuff as opposed to just worrying about calling the play. So w- we will see how this plays out. But um, at least for today, it didn't seem like he did anything really egregious. Um, so good job. So we give them uh, collectively an A minus and a B plus. That's like an A average. We give yeah, them an A. a. Yeah, we'll give them A. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Browns blotter. Uh, did I hear anything? Anything? Oh, well, just today again. I, I guess I got to. I want to aim this at the at the the emotional Browns fans that tweet and say stupid shit like, "Man, I, I hate this fucking team. I, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with I'm done with the fans fuck." And then after we win the game, it'd be like, "Man, that was the best game I ever saw." Man, look, man, relax. I can tell none of y'all play football for real in the streets. Like y'all don't know anything about. Like actual competition and how shit work, y'all just think because the play is called it's supposed to work. Like y'all act like it ain't nobody out there trying to just as hard to stop the play and people fuck up and all this type of shit. Just relax, man. Don't give up so easily on the fucking. There's a whole game left. Y'all just mad in the first quarter. Like fucking relax. It's fourteen points. That's two touchdowns. We got Deshaun Watson. Relax. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, every week there's people complaining about. Watson and Stefanski. I'm I'm honestly not uh I've not been big on blaming Stefanski for stuff. Of course, like I've been frustrated, but I'm not saying this guy needs to be fired or anything like that. And I think the Deshaun thing, like I think we're all frustrated uh that we we want to see more consistency in Deshaun because we're still it feels like we're still waiting for that moment. And I do feel like this is the this is the second week in a row where we, you know. He's starting to put some stuff together, and so I'm hoping yeah. that we're we're past all of the rust, we're past the injuries. Even though 
I did see that he was walking in a boot after the game, but I'm hoping that's just precautionary. But, uh, yeah, you got to be supportive of the team. I mean, comes with the territory. Um, but I'm not – yeah, there's a lot of fans that are just really – a lot of slander, as they like to say. A lot yeah, of slander. Yeah, really. So, you know. More than Baker Mayfield ever got last season, for, or mm-hmm. that last Brown season when he was fucking up. Yeah. P- people acting like it's their money. It's like they were part of the $230 million. Yeah, like they they're it's struggling to pay their bills. Because, yeah, because they donated <laughs> towards the Deshaun fund, and now they're just counting pennies. I will say it was one of his like the Titans game. One of one of one of the games where he looked like himself. It was two. I tweeted it was two at least two plays where it, it was vintage Deshaun Watson. I can't remember mm-hmm. which two plays we're talking about specifically. It's probably some of the scrambles, and it was just like. He looking like himself. Maybe a couple of them throws to Cooper downfield, some good mm-hmm. throws. So it's like, and if he gonna do that against the Ravens, where he's supposed to, and not just the, mm-hmm. the Cardinals or the Titans, yeah. then I think he on his way to the Russ being all the way completely. I, I said last week the Russ was should have been gone after all the possessions we had last week. There should be no excuses yeah. for Russ, and I don't think. Like today, I don't, other than that first interception that I'm, I completely forgot about, and I think he forgot about it too because he didn't really fuck up too much after mm-hmm. that. Yep. So it was good. <clears throat> and uh, and to be fair, like Kyle Hamilton, the guy that did pick it off, like he's very good. He, that's not like a scrub safety, someone coming off the practice squad. He he is a really good safety, um, even though I think he's a rookie, which is crazy. Uh, and another random stat not sure if this is the time to say it, but we were we were 50 percent on third down efficiency eight of 16 which is above our average we're we're actually second worst in the league this season with third down conversion percentages so that was that was big to to be able to get to 50 percent meanwhile the ravens were only two of eight on their third downs so yeah we got them in a lot of third and longs i kept writing it down mm-hmm mm-hmm Yep. And if it wasn't for some of them penalties, they wouldn't even got some of them, a couple of the ones that they did get. Yep. So good job, defense, again. Speaking of those stats. Let's do hopes and previews for week 11. Hopes yeah. and previews for week 11. Who we playing this time, man? We play the Steelers at home. Oh man, another back-to-back division games. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. That's back cool. Did they win? I knew they was winning the last time I checked. Yeah, they did. They beat uh they beat the Packers and kind of was it a shootout? I forget. Uh was it a shootout? I think it kind of was. Well, no, it wasn't a shootout. It was nine, they won 23 to 19. Um, so, you know, mm. they, they find a way to win. I think I also saw a stat saying that they've been outgained in every, uh, game this year, but somehow, some way that team is six and three. I have no idea how they've given up 182 points. They've only scored 156. It, it makes no sense. I, I have no idea how they do it, but I'll, I will give credit to, uh, Tom, Mike Tom on their coach, but that's what we play. And we can't we can't take them lightly. We we know that they they're gonna bring everything they got, and they they show up for these games every time. So yeah. it's a big game. It's a really big game. 
It don't matter who the quarterback is, if it's Mason, if it's Miles, if, if it's whoever the fuck it is, whoever it is, they always play hard. They running back is ever is always a running back that they have that I never heard of that have a fucking couple good runs. They got that they are they keep a Williams or some type of number seventeen. They <laughs> keep a Williams. <laughs> God damn, fuck. This is our first time playing them this year. No, it was our second time. We lost that first one. Remember, Deshaun threw that pick oh, six. And yeah, that, yeah, that was the game we lost Chubb. And, uh, yeah, because yeah, Fitzpatrick tried to take him out, but I don't think he did. But, um, okay, yeah. that's right. So we owe them one. We owe them one. We mm-hmm. owe them one. Yeah. We won two in a row. We feeling good. Our defense feeling good. Deshaun is back to damn near his old self. With all that said, it's still the Steelers. I had 4.2 hopes against the Ravens because they beat us with a backup, and I was right. So this time, I'm just going to level it at the four hopes. Mm. Four even hopes. And just mm-hmm. leave it at that, that we can beat these guys. Okay. So it's the Steelers. I... Um... Was also going to go for hopes, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I do feel I do feel good about it, but like, yeah, it, it is the Steelers. And while like on paper, I don't think they're that scary. I don't think their quarterback is like I'm not intimidated by Pickett at all. George Pickens, the receiver, is very good, um, but like the running game ain't that good. And and yeah, their their defense their defense is you know not bad. That's for sure. The defense has only given up. 12 more points than the Browns. But I do think that we can take it to them this game. It's going to be a physical game. This this game means a lot. If we – depending on what happens with the the Ravens-Bengals uh, game on Thursday, I think if we win, we would be in first place in the AFC North, potentially. Hell, yeah. So, Hell, yeah. I know the Bengals a lot. on this game. So – yeah, yep. it's gonna be a good one. It's always a good one with these guys. I'm glad it's the last one we can clear our brains of the fucking Steelers after this. <laughs> yep, I hope so. And I believe that the two replacement linemen, if they have to go again next week, which they probably will, this was a pretty good test, and they passed the Ravens test, so they should be they should be ready for T.J. Watt and them. But then again, T.J. Watt is a whole nother thing. T.J. Watt is T.J. Watt is the next best thing to Miles Garrett, probably. So he's hard to deal with. Yeah, he is. He's he's really good. I still I I think Miles is faster, and I do think he's I think he's more diverse. But yeah, T.J.'s got a motor, man. He that guy. He's he's relentless. He is relentless. So. Um, uh, we gotta, we gotta watch out for him and, you know, make sure that we're putting the right protections in place. But like, even the last game, I don't, I know TJ had a, I forget which one it was. I can't remember. Was it T- I'm about to look the stats up real quick. I couldn't remember if it was, uh, TJ Watt or Highsmith. That was, I thought Highsmith was actually wrecking the game more than. He was um, doing good. They good, man. So it's going to be yeah. tough. The only catch is Deshaun. I believe will be a better version of the last Steelers, Deshaun. And that yeah. should be 
the X Factor. Like the announcer dude said, we didn't get Deshaun to compete. We got him to beat these guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was competing with him with Jacoby Brissett, so we need to beat him now. So, mm-hmm. yep. I think we can. This, it might be a little scoring. We might not score 30 like we did today, but we if we don't need to. I don't care if we only score 10. Only only score 9, god damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, so we hope. Uh, QB peers, our hopes are at about 4, so that's mean we should win. <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts for week against the Baltimore Ravens, the hated Baltimore Ravens. Um, it was fucking awesome. It was one of the best games we done played, one of Deshaun's most poised, mistake-free halves. I ain't gonna say game, halves. Important, most importantly, fourth quarters. And um, yeah, man, we we stuck with it. We didn't give up. It was awesome. It was good to see. I like that going forward. And that's gonna He's gonna be able to look back on this game in in like in a couple when we need to when it get rough in in the head. Like, man, remember when we was down in the fourth quarter against the Ravens in Baltimore? So like, this shit should this should mean something to them guys going forward. So good shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, this was a, a big win, and you can see that we're we're fighting. We've never had a Browns team like this that was able to fight their way back. We, I've said it all year. We've never had a defense this good. And it's just another reminder of how bad Joe Woods was. There's no way Joe Woods would have done. Granted, our roster is better, but I still don't think we're, we're seeing. I really think that Schwartz is maximizing Miles Garrett right now. To I mean, he's on the same path of, I think there's a stat today saying, he, I mean, he's up there with all the other edge rushers, Hall of Famers, in terms of having at least 10 sacks your first six seasons or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. and so he's like – he's still doing him, but you can tell he's more – he is more disruptive. And, like, we're doing – we're doing stunts and we're giving the offense different looks. And, like, we do have, like, a ton of depth at that that defensive line, which is – which is great to see. And it's – yeah, it's good to see Miles and just the whole defense be having fun, uh, which comes – with the territory of just playing well. So final thoughts are just continue building and uh, yeah, hope, hope we can bring, bring the rain for, uh, for the Steelers. That's a, that's a really big game. Yep. So with that QB Pierce until next week, I'm Yusuf Ali. That was Jake Solomon fucking victory Monday. Go Browns. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.